Welcome to The Habit Queen. My name is Anya Perry. I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life, your health, wellness, and mindset, so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset, and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hey friend, happy Wednesday or whatever day of the week you're listening to this podcast episode on. I hope you're doing well. This week's been a blur and I almost came up with an excuse not to record this podcast episode. Wouldn't that be ironic? I have a question for you and it's a deep question. Are you your worst enemy? The number one answer I get when I ask women what is standing in the way between them and the life they want, having a healthier body, being more fit, being in a better mood, having more energy, better hormones, living their dream life. What is standing in the way? Can you guess the answer? They always say, it's me. In this episode, I want to talk about a few things that create so many difficulties and impediments for many women when they are on their way to become the healthiest version of themselves, whatever this may look like for you. There are excuses, there are lies we're telling ourselves. There is a lot of self-sabotage and a ton of procrastination. And if you're listening to the podcast, chances are you're a purpose-driven woman who wants things, who has a mission, whatever this may be, you are a high achiever and you are curious. Why and how come do I come up with excuses that stop me? Why do I keep shooting myself in the food when I try to do my best? And before I even dive into this episode, into a little bit of science behind excuses, behind self-sabotage, procrastination, I want to acknowledge you and tell you one thing I should have told myself about 10 years ago. I know you're doing the best you can. No matter what your situation is today, I know you're doing your best. But you're here because you want to do better, right? All right. If you want to stop getting in your own way when it comes to your diet, to your exercise, or mindset, this episode is for you. Let's dive in. I have a story for you. I have this crazy research project I've done. Let me see. In 2015, I was traveling I didn't have my business that time yet. I was still health coaching, but I was doing it on the side and I was not certified. I was just really, really passionate about it, had great changes in my life and I loved it. And I also subconsciously knew that after the project I was doing in telecom as a project manager, traveling from Dallas to California to Monterey every week for 20 hours a week, doing the job I was not enjoying. There are parts that I enjoyed, but I knew this was not my mission. I traveled a lot. So what do you do when you're traveling? Okay, I am an introvert, but I don't mind striking up conversation with a stranger once in a while because part of me is extroverted and curious. So I started this project. I had about a hundred flights. I've done that here. And I asked over a hundred people, 
because I had like a passenger sitting sitting right next to you, a pilot having Starbucks coffee across of you at the table, just random people I have made some amazing contacts as well, and ask them a question. What would you be doing if you're not doing the job you do now? 80% of them did not love their job. I just want to tell you, I tracked the data and I can't find a notepad I had. 80% of them hated or disliked their job. But the question I asked him next was, so what would you be doing? What are you good at? What do you love? And oh my goodness, the creativity and the number of beautiful, inspiring answers I got that time blew my mind. People wanted to have their own business. People wanted to have a cat sanctuary. People wanted to just have babies and raise them. It was incredible. So my third question for them was, so what is stopping you? And I was evil. I would not let them go until they would answer that question. And boy, oh boy, the number of answers I got varied from, I don't know, nothing really, to the most ridiculous, sophisticated excuses and lies. And of course, when you don't know people, okay, I'd ask them three questions. We had a light, small talk. I'm not going to point them out and say, hey, (laughs) you got to do the work here. You're actually lying to yourself because, you know, if you're pointing fingers at someone else, you got to point fingers at yourself too. I worked my way through excuses. I'm pretty sure I come up with excuses still, but I learned the patterns and I've learned how to work through them. So this story tells you that, first of all, so many people hate their jobs. Why are you doing this? There is no game over and start again. You have one life. Quit your damn job and start something else. Doing something else, something you love, something is going to make you feel like a human. And those are good chickens. You know, if you know George Carlin, those were good, decent chickens, those humans. <laughs> okay, jokes aside, this should give you an insight about not only how crazy I get when I am desperate in my research, but also in the state of our population. There is actually science behind excuses, behind self-sabotage, procrastination, and anything else we do to stop our progress or to slow it down dramatically. The excuses that we come up with, you those are usually chronic. It's not a one-time thing, right? One-time thing, it, it doesn't have to be that impactful on your progress, on your habit creation. But excuses are usually chronic. And they're born from irrational fears we have behind them. They prevent us from seeing our problems clearly, just being real and, and honest, and become a barrier on our way, an impediment in our way to change, to become better, to become healthier, stronger, leaner, happier. Sometimes we'll also lie to ourselves about the progress we're making, just like, I'm eating healthier, yeah, but then a pint of ice cream and you next day you can't get back to healthy eating, so you don't, not being real and honest with you, the lies that we tell ourselves add fuel to this fire. Self-sabotage is a little bit different and I wanted to lump these together because those things are getting in our way. Self-sabotage is when like, you have almost like a split consciousness, like two people inside of your head and one of them is, you know, 5 a.m. club and wants to do everything well and eat your greens and do your movement and all of that stuff. And the other part is just trying to conflict that the healthy part of you, like let's sit on the couch, eat pizza, and watch Netflix. 
And self-sabotage is actually more, there are not many excuses come up with self-sabotage. It's, it's deeper and it's a little bit more subconscious. Procrastination, that's where excuses come to play, is more mindful and more conscientious. We're intentionally avoiding, whether we know it or we don't, or we don't acknowledge it, we're intentionally avoiding what needs to get done. So excuses and lies are just the symptoms of those underlying issues. There's also self-criticism that gets in the way when you're so hard on yourself. Your perfectionism kicks in or type A personality kicks in. You can't seem to find your way. So you'd rather do nothing than dealing with an imperfect situation or imperfect embodiment of your habits. Start Monday. If you're that kind of person, I'll start on Monday kind of gal. That's, I'm talking to you right now. So what is common, whether it's conscious or self-conscious decisions that we make to self-sabotage and or procrastinate or criticize ourselves and stop our progress, stop taking action. It's actually lies in ancestral wisdom, in the human existence. If you were to take a look back, you can trace those behaviors And basically, we didn't change in this respect. We are moving away from pain and moving towards pleasure or joy. We want to attain rewards and we want to avoid threats. So I want you to think about any behavior that you find, I'm not super proud of this, it's not a good one, it's not serving me well right now. And I want you to think about two things. Are you moving away from pain and towards pleasure and what are they? And what is the real cause of this behavior? What is the fear behind it? What is the emotion behind it? What are you trying to achieve or avoid when you perform that behavior? I don't have to, but I will tell you about the negative side effects of excuse making, lying to yourself and lie. I know it's a harsh and big word. I don't want you to take it as deep or personally. Just think about saying white lies to yourself as well. First of all, you're not being honest with yourself. And honesty leads to authenticity, to living a more present, fulfilled life. So you're basically blocking yourself. You're blocking self-awareness and acceptance as well. Another negative side effect can include that you're yo-yoing with your habits, whether it's a diet or exercise, you're back and forth all the time. You have a good streak, then it's gone. You're constantly frustrated. You bottle up feelings because you have to perform. You feel like you have to perform or you're unhappy with how things are going for you. So you don't really have time to process things. You bottle them up. Another negative side effect that it can lead to so much self-criticizing and self-hatred and self-abuse. I think I shared in the previous episodes that how much of mental self-abuse I've done to myself having those deprecating thoughts, having um, not respecting your body, not treating it properly, not respecting yourself in relationship with others, not setting proper boundaries, not loving yourself, not prioritizing yourself. All of those behaviors lead to negative changes in your not only mental health, but also physical and emotional health. Before it gets too doom and gloomy, let's talk about how you can break through excuses, lies, and stop getting in your own way, whether you're a procrastinator or you're constantly self-sabotage, you're fearful, or you criticize yourself too much. I use this exercise. It's fairly simple. And you may listen to this and be like, well, that, duh, I can do it. 
And I'm going to give you the exercise and I'm going to give you a few actionable steps that you can take when you catch yourself in a pattern. Because it's all about breaking through the pattern and creating the new pattern. It's all about establishing the new pathways in your brain and locking them down so you create a new habit, a new routine after a while. Okay, the exercise, I call it a fork exercise. It's not an abbreviation. It's just imagining this fork in the road for yourself. When you start hearing an excuse or seeing a pattern for self-sabotaging or feeling like those things that you always feel like I have to make a choice, an inner debate is coming up in your head, I want you to stop and imagine you're at the fork. So going in between yes or no, do it or don't do it, go work out or don't work out, eat the cookie, don't eat the cookie, open the fridge, close the fridge, go to bed at night, no watch Netflix until midnight. Making decisions is very easy. You have to pick one and connect to it and go there. Otherwise, you're sitting on two chairs, you're doing yourself a disservice, going in between them, back and forth, back and forth, wasting your mental energy. The step number two is if you decide that the same thing comes to your commitments, I need to eat healthier, I need to eat healthier, I need to eat a salad, I need to drink more water, I need to start eating, I need to start doing better. If you don't feel like this is the right time, if you're absolutely sure you can't commit to it, you need to drop pushing the thought in your brain that you should stop shooting yourself and set a date in the month, in a week, in two weeks when you feel like you can revisit it. So you stop constantly pressuring yourself because that pressure cooker off your thoughts is going to blow up in your face and it's not fun. If it's too much on your plate, if you're too tired and overwhelmed to approach change in your behaviors and habits, you got to drop the issue. This is my advice from my heart to yours because it's going to create space. And if you want to engage in unhealthier behaviors that time, give yourself a time frame. It's okay. Drink wine every night. Go and do nothing every day. Um, Sleep in on weekends. Sleep through the weekends. Whatever you need to do to get it out of your system. So that's a fork, right? If you decide you can't do it, just drop it and do whatever you need to do to get it out of your system. Just don't do drugs, kids, okay? Promise. Then if you decide that, okay, I'm ready to face this. I am sick and tired of it. I can't do it anymore. I'm tired of shooting myself in the food. I am tired of getting in my own way. I'm ready to do this. Give me a game plan, Anya. Here's your game plan. You got to evaluate where you stand. This is the fork. You picked a different route. Now you're going to own your shit, own your successes, own your messes, and know exactly where you stand. You're going to evaluate your habits, evaluate what's going on. You're going to drop the excuses because I'll be honest with you, there are not many methods to deal with excuses. <laughs> One of them is to just drop them and do the very next best tiny thing that you need to do. That's as simple as that. And I'm not being militant about it. It actually is very simple. You don't need to do an hour workout if you're thinking about dreading that workout. Move for 10 minutes. Unload your dishwasher and do squats in between. So it doesn't have to be a lot, but you got to take action. And another step you got to take, you have to, I think you have to, to know yourself best, to help yourself through these changes. 
What is exactly behind your excuses, your procrastination, your perfectionistic mindset, your self-sabotage? You got to dig deep there. The best way to do it is journaling, talking to a health coach who will point out all the blind spots for you and figure it out. And I'm sure there are books written. I'll tag some resources for you to go through. But I think learning about yourself is the biggest favor and gift you can do for yourself. Okay, so I'm going to repeat the steps. You got to know where you stand, evaluate what's going on for you, own your stuff. Then you got to drop the excuses you come up with on the fly and take action as minimum as you can possibly commit to. Behind the scenes, you need to dig deeper. And whether you're using meditation or journaling or talking to yourself or video logging and journaling, you need to understand what's behind your reasoning. It can go as deep as your childhood trauma. But I want you to do this exercise. And then when you come out of this exercise with a plan, I hope there's going to be a plan because I know you're an action taker. You need to start bringing awareness to the areas you want to focus on. So what is working right now? What is going well for you? What is missing? What is easy for you? And what is actually hard? And do not avoid the hard stuff. Treat it just like you treat easy stuff. You're good at drinking water? Well, you're good at exercising as well today. Just do a little bit less of it so you build the momentum. Then you need to make your progress super simple, not convoluted. Because, okay, the habit queen in the making here. Embracing change is very hard unless you break it down. When I started eating healthier, I would start my day with a bowl, a gigantic bowl of fruit. Okay, eight years later, I'll tell you, this is not the healthiest thing to break a fast with. But I didn't know any better, and I needed to drop all the sugar I was eating and all the processed foods I was eating and all the junk foods I was eating. That's how I started. It was not perfect. I was embracing that change. I was doing the simplest, stupid, simple thing I could do, just eating real food, whatever I could find. And I guess fruit sounded good to me. Then I learned later that it was not the best way and I improved from there. So break it down to make change super easy for yourself. Break it down to simple, a child could do kind of steps. Capish? And then the last one, the hardest one, I left it for dessert. This is the hardest one and this is the one where it, things get fun. When you move through things instead of sitting in them or with them. Sometimes it's good to sit with your emotions. Sometimes it's good to acknowledge them, feel the feelings. If you've ever been in a whiteout, there are two ways to deal with it, right? You can move your car to the side of the road and sit through it, hoping no no 16-wheeler is going to hit you. True story. I almost died one once like this. Or you can keep going through the storm, through the lake effect, snow, and move through to the town nearby that does not have snow anymore. So when you are facing challenges, the the best way to get out is actually through instead of around. I encourage you to think about this as an exercise. Whatever comes up your way today, tonight, tomorrow, take one tiny step that you're either procrastinating on coming up with excuses and change it, replace it, move through it and come up with a better version of it. 
that's it that's all i had on my heart today because of the conversations i've been having in the last three weeks with many women new women in my community in the balanced body community please join us we're on facebook it's tiny it's cozy it's a sisterhood it's going to be different than any other facebook group i plan on doing it this way and just been on my heart a lot because i see so many women going through changes dreading those holidays procrastinating on doing things and kind of freezing without action so i hope this was helpful we talked about procrastination self-sabotage excuses and other ways to get in your own way and hopefully you have a path a clear path to get out of your own way and live the most beautiful nourishing thriving life you can As usual, check out the show notes. I'm going to drop a good resource for you to start working your way through things that need to be done and share it. Make sure to join us on Facebook and the Balanced Body community and check me out on Instagram. I show up daily. No excuses to share the best tips, tricks, and hacks with you to live the healthiest life possible. I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyaperry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day.